Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. It's a podcast about podcasts about podcasts. Hello, hello, hello. Happy New Year and welcome to the pod club. It is a whole new year. A whole new one. Can you believe it? I can't. Because time means absolutely nothing anymore. Somehow it's just like it just clicked over from 2021 to 2022. I'm going to say that 2022 has to be better than 2021. And if we don't say that, if we don't all keep shouting that out to the universe, it won't happen, my friends. That's as woo-woo as I'm going to get for 2022, but we got to do it. So just everyone take a minute and just yell. Yell out the window. Yell to your dog. 2022 is going to kick 2021's butt. Okay, good. I'm glad we all did that. So to start the year off right, we are talking to someone who will bring you so much podcast joy in 2022. We're talking to the one, the only, Sam Sanders of NPR's It's Been a Minute. Now, we got to record with Sam in the midst of the madness of the holidays, and he was recording from his home studio. You might think that all NPR hosts have a fancy at-home studio, but no, they are just as scrappy as the rest of us. That is how we ended up talking to Sam Sanders with a big old box on his head. Now, yeah, that is some good 2022 energy for you. Today's pod club episode is coming to you from Sam Sanders' box. Hey. Is it okay if I say that? <laughs> you should say it. That's cool. Say it. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here because I've been a big Sam Sanders like super fan for a long time. You have so many episodes of It's Been a Minute and you're just the gift that keeps on keeps on giving and when i just when i think that i've listened to everything there's more how many how many episodes are there so far it's been like 450 right yeah i stopped counting so when we began in earnest the podcast launched in july of 2017 and we've done two episodes a week pretty much since then and every now and then we'll do some reruns or as we call them in public radio land on course but let's say we're doing two episodes a week for at least 45 weeks out of the year 90 episodes four years 
I don't know math. I can't do math, but that is a lot of freaking podcast episodes, Sam Sanders. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, And like there's some at the beginning where like it was weird. So like we caught a lot of celebrities when the show started who were like just as small as we were at the moment. And now I realize we could never book them. Like the second long form interview I got, I think was Lena Waithe. And she had just done her masters of uh, her master of none ceremony on Netflix. You know where she has the amazing coming out story over Thanksgiving with her mother, played by Angela Bassett. She went on to win an Emmy for that, but she was still up and coming, and she was kind of an unknown. And I remember we booked her as my show was just starting, and both of us were just finding our way. So I think it's like the second episode in the It's Been a Minute feed, and if you listen back to it, we both sound like babies. She showed up to tape the episode on a Saturday morning with no entourage, just her in her car. She was so unknown. Our security guard at the front desk at NPR West was like, who are you? Do you have permission to be here? <laughs> and then she gets in and she was hungry. And I was like, Lena, you hungry? Can we? I, I mean, all I can get you is like Doritos from the snack machine. And she gets the Doritos and there's a moment on, on the tape, I think, where she's just chewing Doritos. Yeah. Well, and it's like a lot of these celebrities that we were lucky enough to get then, they're too big for the show now. <laughs> and like the dynamic has changed, right? But no, we have been in the trenches with this show, gosh, for over four years now. Yeah. I, I actually, I want to play a little bit of that first episode because it's, because it, it's adorable. Going back to it, I think watching Obsessed with a Different World, Obsessed yeah. with the Cosby Show in a real way. As I got older, I really got into mimicking like Martin living single. Becoming wait, super wait, wait, obsessed. wait! You can't say mimic Martin and not mimic some Martin. Oh my God! Give I me mean, some Martin. To, well, here's the deal. I like I like to do a lot of his the characters he would do. Shanae, which is, is Shanae. Okay. Um, Can you do Shanae? Okay, like here's like here we go. So this is her. <laughs> so whenever she goes to cuss that corner and sees her not too favorite people, uh-huh. which are Pam and and uh, and Gina, uh-huh. she's like. Well, looky, look. <laughs> if it isn't Little Miss Bourgeoisie, uh huh, Gina. Okay, and you should back up because you know what a good ass whooping feels like. Yeah, because I don't like you no way. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, I, it, it just never. That was. Can I just give you snap? Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yes. I, I would like. I, I mean, if, if I want my girlfriend was sitting here right now, she'd be like, "This is my life on a daily basis." <laughs> like, I, I'm upset. Like, and also, and I think that's honestly because a lot of people say, you know, did you want to be an actor? Or you, and, I, and I really did not. I, did, I had no aspirations. You wanted to of, write. Yeah, I wanted to write. But I think what the acting thing is sort of born out of is me watching things and mm. mimicking them. Like, and okay, and, and sort of saying, I literally, I would a character would say something on TV, and I would say it back. To them. Huh. That's what I would sit and do, like as a young person, just like watch these things yeah. again and again and again. It was like repetition. Yeah. What I like the most about your show is that you don't know what you're getting next. So one week you've got what's going on with immigration policy under Joe Biden. And then the next is a deep dive into Janet Jackson's legacy and her cultural relevance. How how do you even decide where you guys are going to go next? I mean, I think for us, the question for the team is, can we make the case to our listener that this is worth hearing about right now? And if we can do that, then it's good enough, right? Some of it has to be news, capital N news, right? But that's not all that we do. So the show is never just news and the show is never just pop culture. It's mostly like 
can we make the case that this is worth knowing about now? And then from there, we do whatever we want. Yeah. So that's what that's exactly what I was going to ask. When NPR first approached you to do this show, were they like, hey, Sam, just do whatever the hell you want? Because sometimes it feels that way, but also it's so well packaged and so well produced. Everything you talk about, I end up being really into. So I think that you're doing exactly what you set out to do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, I think for us, you know, when I started making the show, I was kind of just burnt out from having covered the 2016 election. I spent a lot of that campaign cycle embedded with Bernie Sanders and then Hillary and then Donald Trump. And I helped launch the politics podcast from NPR, which is still going full force. But I remember after that election cycle, and then I felt even more this way after COVID and four years of Trump, I just wanted to hear about the news in ways that weren't anxiety inducing or depressing. So the vibe that we're going for for our, for our listeners is that you hear enthusiasm, you hear some kind of knowledge, you know, helping you understand things better. But you also just hear like people excited about these things and wanting you to be excited about it too and wanting to come to all these chats with like an idea that you leave the chat feeling better and not worse when it's done. But I do think enthusiasm goes a long way in podcasts, even more than it does in just a plain video medium, because I really do think that you want to feel with your ears. So I want to hear someone's natural enthusiasm and curiosity and just how excited they are to get to talk to someone. I like it when an interviewer is just as pumped to talk to someone as I am to listen to this person. And I've been scrolling, I'm scrolling right now through your list of past episodes. And you've interviewed some of my most favorite people, Jen Weiner, Eric Thomas, Liz Plank, Chef Samin Nasrat. These are all people that I love. And it's very organic. I mean, like we got the idea to talk to Samin Nasrat literally because... I was home one night, I think it was a Friday night, and Netflix was like, you want to watch Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat? And I was like, yeah. And I was 10 minutes into it, and then I emailed my producer at the time, Brent, and I said, Brent, we got to do it. I like it. You know, so much of what we talk about on the show is just, what is the team watching? Like, we all were obsessed um, with Succession and still are, so we had a chat about Succession. We had to, right? Like, a lot of what we discuss is just driven by our actual interest, and we have the freedom and luxury and privilege of not having to talk about something just because everyone else is talking about it. Like, I remember, this is probably a year or two ago at this point, but you know when uh, James Comey released his book? And for like a week, he was everywhere and everyone was doing the James Comey press coverage and he was making the rounds. He was on every show talking to everybody. And we all came in to work that Monday at our meeting and said, since everyone else is doing Comey week, we are not doing Comey. We don't we don't have to. We're not going to do it. And we skipped it. (laughs) And like the ability to skip helps ensure that like what we do talk about, we're actually geeked about it. It would have been hard for me to fake interest in whatever the hell James Comey was saying. I'm so glad you didn't fake it for James Comey. That makes me so happy. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. One thing that I'm really glad you brought up is the Cyndi Lauper controversy. Oh, yeah. Yep. So in case our audience doesn't know what the heck we're talking about, it's from the Switched on Pop podcast. You guys had a kind of crossover episode, a very special episode, where you talk about a specific Cyndi Lauper song all through the night. Yeah. And I'm bringing this up because I am also 
a huge Cindy Lauper fan, and I do not agree with you, Sam. I don't agree. Wow, with you. a lot of people don't. It's funny after that episode, folks are like, "You're wrong," but still love the episode. I still really, um, really admire <laughs> you, love your show, but you were wrong. Like I love <laughs> all through the night so much, but. This crazy thing happens about halfway through the song, this perfect piece of synth pop new wave. About halfway through the song, when it gets time for the solo, the most horrible, horrendous <laughs> synth solo starts. And every time I hear it, I still shudder. It's the most jarring, <laughs> disturbing thing to happen in a really, really good song that I perhaps have ever heard in my life. So Switched On Pop has been one of my favorite podcasts for many years. Um, some folks know it about me, but I was a music nerd, a band nerd for many years. And in fact, my undergraduate degree is in music composition. That's part of why I love the podcast Switched On Pop. Um, it is perhaps my favorite music podcast. It's hosted uh, by Nate Sloan and Charlie Harding. Nate is a musicologist at USC. Charlie is a pop songwriter, and they both just know music backwards and forwards. Months ago... Charlie hit me up and was like, we do this occasional series on like musical problems you cannot solve on your own, like musical maladies, a thing that just like keeps you up at night musically that you want an answer to. And I said to Charlie, I am obsessed with Cindy Lauper. I am obsessed with all of her songs, but I think my favorite song of hers is All Through the Night. But I have to turn the volume down for about 20 seconds halfway through that song because the synthesizer solo in the middle makes my ears bleed. And so with that uh, malady, Charlie took it upon himself to figure out what synthesizer made that sound, what it said about the 80s and the state of pop right then, and why I hate it, and why sometimes things that are popular in one era sound horrible in another. And the episode ends up becoming this look back on the history of the synthesizer and how it took over pop in the 80s and how for a while everyone wanted to make the same sounds, just louder and bigger. And it ultimately was a story about how things are in fashion until they're not. And we love things until we hate them. And taste changes over time. And also there's a certain group think in pop where sometimes these trends, it feels as if and sounds as if everyone's doing the same thing. It is because, in fact, they are. It was such a smart but also great and fun historical deep dive into the synthesizer. And I didn't that's I did not know that that was the direction it was going to go in. But I should I should also call myself out and say for the record that all through the night is my favorite yeah people love some after time and i love that song as well but i think all through the night is almost even more of a sing-along i think it's more of a sing-along but i don't mind the synthesizer i find the synthesizer almost comforting the same way i find double stuffed oreos or care bears or other or goonies or other weird things from the 80s wow. comforting okay. i think the synthesizer wow. i think the synthesizer is like the comfort food of 80s music I hear that, you know, and part of me thinks that so on top of just having that weird synthesizer sound in the song, the solo itself on the synthesizer comes in really loud. I wonder if I would have liked it more if it didn't come in so aggressively. I don't know. I'll never know. You You'll know, the song know. is recorded. You'll never know if Cindy didn't come in so hot. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say another episode that they just did that I loved is their episode on ABBA. 
Did you listen to that one? No, I got to check it out. It's good. Oh, it's it's really good. It's really good. I'm a total ABBA freak and I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it's a whole episode on why ABBA songs just hit us differently in our souls. A lot about this band that doesn't jibe with the kind of uh, authenticity police that patrolled Rock's borders for so long. Like you say, it's cheesy. It's kind of in your face. It's maximalist. It's harmonically complex. And I think for a long time, these were the exact features that whenever I heard an ABBA song come on the radio, I would just roll my eyes and be like, oh, I can't wait till this is over with. Hmm. But after immersing myself in their catalog, I have come away with the opposite impression. This is one of the most soulful, visionary, influential pop acts of all time. And that is Switched on Pop, which I think even non-music aficionados, non-music people, people that don't love pop music or Cyndi Lauper or ABBA, which is a sin, you're still going to love this show because it's about music, but it's also about everything else in life. Yeah. We're going to go to a quick break, but when we come back, we'll hear more about what Sam Sanders listens to in his free time to inspire him to create his wonderful podcast. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. So now my next question for you is... Mm-hmm. Because you do this podcast, it's been a minute, which is really about everything. It's got news with the capital N, but it also encompasses entertainment and fun stuff and and all the things. What do you put in your ears to inspire you? There's one that's just kind of always one that I go to because 
their mood is just soothing to me. It's a podcast from Vox called Today Explained, and it's all about the news of the day every day. 2021, it was gonna be fun. Get a couple shots and then you're done. Then the second the year begun, we had an insurrection. 2021, it was gonna be And they do this wonderful thing where they can talk about depressing news, but it's not depressing. And I think a lot of it um, goes to their host. Uh, he is a friend of mine, but he's also just a phenomenal journalist, Sean Ramosvaram. Um, he is just fun to listen to, and he can walk you through the bleakest of news, but you still feel as if he's holding your hand and telling you it's all going to be okay. I love that. All I want is for someone to actually show up at my house in the morning and hold my hand, walk right? me through life, right? and tell me that it's all going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. But, like, he'll have these episodes that you think are going to just feel like vegetables, but he makes them sound like dessert. He and his team. The production is really smart and quirky. His tone as an interviewer is just the right amount of light. Um, and he's just good. And, and they'll do everything from like abortion and Supreme Court and elections to like how Squid Game won Netflix. It's a nice, well-rounded uh, news digest every day. I like that one. What else is in your ears? Do you have a podcast that you recommend to someone who's never listened to a podcast? Like my mother, despite the fact that I make five podcasts, here at the Pod Club, we've come up with a cheesy name for these. We call them Gateway Pods. What's the first podcast that you love? That's your gateway. Your gateway podcast. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend an episode of a sibling podcast of mine over here at NPR. It's an NPR show called Invisibilia. And their newest season is all about friends. And they have one episode that's really smart. It is called Friends with Benefits. And the entire premise of the episode is like, what happens if friends are more than friends? Is that ever actually really possible? One was about this man who continually kept women in this gray zone of sex and friendship in his 20s and 30s. And now in his fully grown up state, having been married with kids, he wants to go back to those women and apologize. Chaos ensues. I thought of them as really good friends that could blossom into something more. When Kurt was younger, he kept trying to get on the relationship escalator with different female friends again and again, kind of living up to his childhood nickname, Kurt the Flirt. And he had a strategy. Friends first, and then more one-on-one -on -one time, an exclusive one-on-one -on -one time, and even indications of affection. So holding hands, cuddling, those types of things. Kurt made a list of all the friends this happened with. He counted 11 women. With some, it was just a casual physical thing. Every now and then, we would hook up, not past second base. But with the others, it seemed more serious, living together, appearing as if they were a couple. So we'd go on couples trips. We would share rooms if there was a sharing room situation. They could even be playful about it. And we even joined a gym together under a couple's relationship. <laughs> but somehow, he kept getting stuck at the same level. And I really struggled with it. And in my head, it was, well, maybe you're not attracted to her in that way. 
Kurt felt like he failed at the relationship escalator multiple times. But then, by the time he was in his mid-30s, he came to the conclusion. It's because I was gay. What I love about Invisibilia is they'll take a topic like friendship or an idea like friends with benefits and attack it with the same journalistic rigor that like PBS Frontline would attack like an investigative story about like toxic water, you know, and it's just so fun to hear the team at Invisibilia take things that not all folks take seriously, they take it seriously and they investigate it seriously. And friendship is a thing that we should take more seriously than we do. And I got to say the entire season that's out right now on friendship is good, but particularly the one called friends with benefits. I loved it. It was a thorough exploration of a certain type of friendship and it worked for me. I've enjoyed listening to Invisibilia for so long, but I, I've taken a break and yeah. I had no idea about this friendship season. So I'm I'm really excited to dive into these episodes. And Invisibilia has new hosts now, don't they? They do. So Hannah and Elise uh, have left NPR and two of the producers of that show have become the hosts. Uh, Yoe and Kia are doing a great job. Check them out. All right. Great. Fan- fantastic. I am I'm scrolling through the feed right now to look at the different friendship episodes. And I think that I am, I think I'm going to listen to the poop episode first. Do it. We don't talk about poop enough in podcasts and we should talk about poop more. Hell yeah. Because this is a brand new year, I want to hear some of your podcast resolutions. Are there any podcasts that you want to finally get into? Are there any guests that you want to land? I am, and I think it's my favorite album of the year. I'm obsessed with the latest Jasmine Sullivan album. It's called Hotels. Um, I think Jasmine Sullivan is the greatest working vocalist of the moment. She can just freaking sing. She can just sing. And her album, which came out in January, has been already on all the best of lists. And I think it's going to be, for me at least, still the number one for me of the year. But we've been trying to book her for a while and it hasn't come together. And my fingers are crossed that it will still happen before the year is done. So Jasmine Sullivan is definitely on my list of just artists to talk to. I love talking to my favorite musicians. I get to do it every now and then. And it's a delight. So that, um, I think, what is my next, my other podcast resolution? Um, it would be my other pot, any other podcast resolutions. I think it might be to start listening to some podcast in Spanish. Um, I know just enough Spanish to be bad at it, but I want to get better at it. And I think a much cheaper alternative to like living in Latin America for six months to a year, uh, would just be to listen to more Spanish language in my daily life. And so Spanish language podcast, I want to get into more. I love Radio Ambulante already. I'm going to play it more in the new year. And already right now I can do that too. But other recommendations from listeners, let me know. Spanish language podcast, I need them. But what a fun idea, because you kind of already know the cadence of a podcast, right? Like, you know, the mechanics of a podcast, how it's going to work, what's going to come next. Yeah. So the rhythm will feel similar to you, 
but then the words will be mostly new or some of them will be yeah. new. That's the, it's the coolest way that I've heard of how to, about how to learn a new language. Well, and I mean, we'll see if it works. It might just overwhelm me. <laughs> I, I might like, because when I have done it, it's been slow and intermittently. But I think if I said I'm going to, for this long road trip, queue up hours of podcasts in Spanish, I'm, I might... I don't know how I will do, but I will try. But you're putting it out there to the universe. <laughs> I will try. Like you said you said it out loud on yes. this very important podcast that I am producing. I did. I did. You have to, you have so to it do has it. to happen. You're in it, Sam. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I think my podcast resolution, and Sam, you actually helped me a little bit with my podcast resolution because, like a lot of people, I fall into the trap of listening to the same daily podcast over and over again, and I just want to expand what I listen to first thing in the morning, what my go-to daily is, because I, in 2022, I want to have more hope and more joy in my ears instead of just news that starts my day out making me feel terrible. Yeah. I think you should listen to Today Explained from Vox. It is their answer to the daily, and it's just a more fun listen. And that is why you helped me in this episode. All right. Because... Today Explained is going to become my new go-to daily podcast. And oh, yeah. in return, I'm going to find you some Spanish language podcasts. I love it. We're just going to help each other. People helping people. I love it. People helping people. People bringing joy to the world. Yes. That's what we're doing right now. Because my overarching resolution for 2022, one, obviously, we've launched this podcast into the world so that people can listen to better podcasts, can find the right podcast for them. Yeah. But two, this is a big one. I just want to experience more joy in my life because we all freaking deserve, we deserve it, it after yes. 2021. Here's to joy. Here's to joy. That's all I've got. Sam, you are a delight. I love talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was delightful. Now go get out of your box and have a day. All right. You too. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this week's pod club. I hope that I helped you start the new year right. Sam definitely helped me. I feel like Sam Sanders can solve anything. Maybe that should be his new podcast, Sam Sanders Can Solve Anything. Quick reminder about the shows that we talked about today. We discussed Switched on Pop, specifically the Cindy Lauper episode with It's Been a Minute. We talked about Vox's Today Explained. We mentioned an old but wonderful favorite, Invisibilia. And of course, Sam's show. It's been a minute. Start with these, and if you still want more, make sure that you tune in next week to make 2022 your year of wonderful podcasts. The Pod Club is hosted by me, Joe Piazza. Our executive producers are me and Emily Marinoff. Our producer is Mary Dew. Our associate producer is Lauren Phillip. Mixing by Emily Marinoff and Mary Dew. Our theme song and additional music were composed by Aaron Kaufman. Aaron Kaufman is also our consulting producer. Special thanks to Nikki Tor and to my husband, Nick, who sang the original It's a Podcast about podcasts about podcasts. Thanks for joining the Pod Club.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.